Namaste. Um, I have two issues I would like to talk and yeah. I think they might be related. Okay. First, I feel quite frustrated and lost and left behind because I couldn't find that inner space. I couldn't get You couldn't find what? The inner space and the isness, this or that or the beingness which you pointed to and you're talking all the time since yesterday morning to the people who got it or who found it already but I didn't so I feel mm -hmm. at I which point you. at which point did you feel you missed it because at which point you felt you you were you were following for a little bit or from the very first you could not get in mm, I only understand you intellectually I can't mm -hmm. There is no... When I feel an emptiness, it's not a joy or peaceful, it's, it's no, just... If you feel emptiness, then it is just emptiness. Um, if you go in with a checklist, and you say, okay, come to this place, and what really is here? You know, just, just whatever it is, is here. I didn't describe. I said, what, what is here is simply what is. And we all could somehow look and experience and see. And I checked in with you. Am I, am I throwing magic powder in your face? Or are you seeing this inside your own self? And we said, no, 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 it is seen, it's clear. It's not a trick, we're not making anything up. I said, don't use any imagination, you see? So, when you say that uh, I understand intellectually is because the mind came in and already very quickly uh, put something to say, yeah, you know, again, this is not a complicated exercise, and yeah, we know what you mean, but we don't feel anything or something like that. Mm -hmm. You see? Uh, I only understood intellectually. You can't understand intellectually. Not this. All our life we've been saying we understand things. You go to university and things and all this, we understand things, we understand things intellectually. But it won't hold up because it has no, no power. It is just something you are sustaining or maintaining a contact or a, or a connection with a certain philosophy or some kind of uh, you know, concept or something. And I know that I am not taking you on a concept ride. We are already riding on concepts all our life. You see? We are constipated with concepts. I don't have any more to give you. If anything, uh, uh, my teachings have been more like a laxative than it is. <laughs> giving more and more concepts, because I don't know what to do with these concepts. Yeah, that's clear, but it's not 
it's not really my mind, I think, because I'm so tired. My mind is so weak. Yeah. It's so, so easy to leave behind, to be without mind, because, yeah, I'm really very well, tired. Well, let's try it now, as you're standing here. Yes, please. Yes, because you're, you're here, you know, that, you know that you're here. No? And if I ask you, um, like, if you went to the doctor and you have some kind of... Uh, some pain or something is happening, and he says, "You know, have you, are you, do you drink alcohol?" And you say, "Yes," and he says, "Well, for the next week, don't." What you want you to do is every morning you warm up a bit of uh, a semi-skim milk and just drink a half a glass of this. You can follow this instruction or not? Yes. yes. You don't say yes. I understand intellectually. You do it, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yes, doctor, I know where you're going intellectually. No, you have to do it. And in the same way, we are doing just like this now. So now I ask you, okay, normally we are so deeply associated with our minds and so on. So I ask, okay, so leave your mind aside and just in case that might sound impossible, what I mean by leaving the mind aside is we're not going to talk about the past. I don't want to... You engage about your past and what happened when you were 18 and all these things. Because it's not contributing anything if what you desire is to say, I want to be free from the, the psychological influence and hypnosis of my mind. It's just, it's, it's too much. I, I'm not happy. Absolutely. I'm okay. crazy. So I said, well, okay, let's, let's look. I, I think we can do something. But don't, don't tell me about your mind, about the past or nothing. Just leave it outside. I said, leave it. Come to my room. Leave it outside. Shoes outside. Leave it there. And don't bring in your desires about the future. Can you hear this? Yes. Yeah, so just leave that. We're not going to talk about that. Okay? And when you feel like, yes, okay, even if my mind insists on coming in, I am not bringing it in. I'm simply just not going to engage with that because you've asked not to do that. Okay. So then I think, okay, good, then we can begin then. So you come in, come in. Shoes outside, mind outside, concerns and all of these things outside. Your sense of your person and your, your personal identity and who you take yourself to be, you know, that's always so flimsy and so changeful. So let's not talk about that, leave that. You don't need that. For, for, for what you want. We are with together on this? Yes, we are. So, like this, I say, come in and just be here. So, generally, mind is empty. There's no, there's no, there's no getting into position to do anything. You just relax, you're empty like an empty room. Then it says, don't expect anything. There's no next, next, okay, now we're going to, no, there's no now, we're going to do something. We're just here, you're just here. Feel that, feel that, just, I'm here. Not at the bus stop, waiting for another bus, I'm just here. But not waiting. Simply here, I'm not waiting, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not on duty, I simply 
Am. And when you have come to this place, and something just is not being impatient about it, if there is impatience, it says, that's coming from the mind, it's okay, you are simply here. You are not late, you are not early, you just are. And any kind of anxiety or stuff is just your mind wants to somehow. That's what it's used to, the habit. So, so suggest something. It's it's uncomfortable with silence. It wants to it wants to say something, but you've already said you're not going to engage with that. So it's not here. And from this empty space. I ask you, what is here? What, what is here that's got nothing to do with your creativity, or past, or your identity, or how good you've been in your life, or how bad? We're not talking about these things. What is just here? What is your experience? What are you perceiving? Whatever it is, whatever it is, does it have a name? As it arrived here from above, or to the left, or from underneath, as it as it arrived, or is it just here? It's here. Huh? It's here. Just here. It's here. Then I begin to ask a few questions, like, I mean, can it can it fade? Like after walking a little bit, or a few, you know, you had lunch, and after lunch, oh my God. It's kind of gone. No, you say no. It cannot fade. It's not. It's not like that. It's not a thing. I'm not experiencing a thing. It's like thingless. It's no thing. And yet, it is totally here. Do you have to believe in it? No. No. And today I asked you, because yesterday I said, if you went to sleep and you wake up next day, do you think it will go away? You said no. And today I ask, is it still here? You say, yes. How did you keep it here? You didn't keep it here. It doesn't have to be kept. Isn't it wonderful? Because if you had to keep it, you'd fail, wouldn't you? It's just here. Then I ask you, how close are you to it? 
Is it millimeters, centimeters, <coughs> meters, kilometers? Is there any distance with yourself and it? No, no, no distance. Where does it end? Can you come to the edge of it? You come to ah, to an edge beyond which it is not. Stop here. Can you come to the end of it? No. And who are you who are perceiving and speaking? Are you a thing in it? Did you have to pay for it? <laughs> take out a loan? Can you run away from it? Is it a disappointing discovery, all of this? Is the mind really annoyed about all of this? Is it? No, no. There's a yes, I think. <laughs> so, what about freedom? How is that going to be? How are we going to find freedom now? That's my second. I really need to ask you. <laughs> For all my life, I'm nearly all my life, I'm struggling with addictions, and I overcame a few of them, like alcohol, cocaine, gambling. But for 30 years now, I'm very heavy addicted to weed and hash, smoking. From Let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at this, okay? Because we can. Okay? That's good. <laughs> something is addicted to something, to some substance. Hmm? Okay, in your case. In fact, everybody is addicted to something. And the greatest drug of all is the addiction to the I person. Even the demons are addicted. We are addicted to being something. This I person, this I self, I am this kind of person and that. And, and this identity. The identity implies an I entity. And I have this problem, this thing, or this thing, thing. And within the context of this, addiction to experiencing and to identification and so on, the 
So the idea I have of who I am is suffering from ideas it has about who it is. Can I say again? <laughs> the, idea, the idea we have of who we are is suffering from its own projections also. Two steps out. Okay? So, this consciousness is identified strongly with the body and the kind of programming or conditioning that the body was exposed to, the body-mind. Can we see this a little bit? Look at, look at it together. So it adopts that as its locus, as its, that's, that's, that's the fact of who I am. Uh, you, wherever you, we don't say, this is my house, basically. We say, this is me. Why are you looking at me? You see? But for someone else, it's my most accurate address, basically, which means, if you go to my house, I might not be there. But if you see this body, it's quite likely I'm in it. Okay? <laughs> if you're looking for me, and uh, you see the body, and you say, eh, you know, say, ah, ha, ha, I'm, I'm in it. Okay? It's, it's my house, I live in it. No? I don't. Okay? <laughs> Something says, Yes, I have an addiction. I have an addiction. No. And to whatever substance it might have been at first, uh, heroin or alcohol or whatever, you know, to relationships, whatever, we have a strong addiction. Let's have a look. Addiction, we, we, we understand the word. The, the object that we are addicted to or the substance we are addicted to, we understand, we can see this is cocaine, this is marijuana, this is alcohol, this is, we can put them out on the table. Let's see if we can find uh, the addict. <laughs> okay, the addiction, we you know, addiction, okay, he's got addiction. Oh, oh. You know, to what is he addicted? Uh, he's addicted to um, tomatoes. Okay? <laughs> oh my God, you know? So, wherever we go, don't let him see a tomato because uh, <laughs> that's where you're going to lose him. <laughs> okay, so let's say. So, that's the addiction, okay? Let's see if we can find the addict. How are you going to find the addict? Well, we know the feeling. We know the feeling, okay? Let's say we're here, and suddenly there's a strong smell of, like, oh, I have a Oh my God, can you smell it? What smells? It smells like gas. What is it? So I, I send out my best sniffer. George? Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> okay? And after five minutes, it's coming from over there, uh, Georgie. Oh, what's over there? Somebody's socks. <laughs> okay, so we have the smell, and by Sniffing the smell, it takes you to the source of the smell. Okay? It takes you to the source of the smell. Okay? So, in the same way, using the addiction, smell it and trace it back to the addict. Okay? To identify. Don't just say, it's me. That's very general. You say, I am the, I am the addict. 
and you will be treated. You know, you who is who will be treated. Let's take a look and see if we can get somewhere today. The addict is, uh, it goes by the name of I. You know, something there says, yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the addict, okay? Let's say, okay, you know, can we actually identify? The substance we can identify, the addiction, we can see the behavior, like this, you know, red cheeks, too much tomatoes, whatever, okay? <laughs> but the addict itself, can we identify, can we locate the, that's the one, I caught him. Can we look? Because nobody looks or assumes. If someone stabs someone with a knife, okay, and they are caught, you will not see the knife in jail. Okay? You will find the one who is stabbed in hospital, the knife is put for somehow evidence, and who is the one who did the killing? The body. The body, the body did carry the action, but who caused the body to act in this way is who. Can it be identified? But not just theoretically, because I don't want you to say, I understand intellectually here. Mm-hmm. I want you to, to actually look and see the addiction is there. Something arises inside, a very strong feeling for something. And it's whatever, wherever else I'm looking, this thing keeps coming, poop, 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 poop. So something then goes for it and takes it. What is that? Can that be identified? Can we try though? Can we try? And see, you know, where, where, where can we come? Just like we smell, we came to the socks. Okay? Can you trace back? Just as an example. Okay, if it doesn't work, we leave it. But can we try? And see if, if, as I said, if there's an identity, such as an addict, there must be an I entity. Let's try and find the I entity with the addict. Just look, just turn your attention and see if it can be felt. Something is saying, yeah, yeah, I need this man, please, you know, just, uh, uh, you know. Who is, who is doing it? Let's just try. Just, let's just try. Don't say, you know, it's the brain, is it? No, let's just try and see, because that's much more powerful than what you might have been told. Let's just try and see. Because we have a conviction, but we have no proof. Let's see if you can experience the proof. If there is an addict, why should it not be identifiable? Because it is ping pong between emotion and thought. If there's a ping pong between emotion and thought, that is also watched. That's watched. Is the, is the ping pong the addict? Let's see if we can find the addict. Because you know what is important? That you're looking. And your looking has a great power. Not your apparent knowing. When you think you know something, it becomes dead for you. Your mind just put it in the vault of knowledge and say, oh yeah, I've been there, done that, I know this. 
But let's see if it can actually be experienced. Let's see the, the addict is experiencing something, but can something experience or identify the addict? Because if in looking, you come to a conclusion experientially, then that's going to matter something. And you know what? There is resistance in you to do it. Because uh, you may just discover something that's going to be revolutionary for you. And experience your discovery. I want to hear from someone you better. Look now. Where does the addict live? Where is the addict? Beyond the general answer, it's me. Yeah, me who? Who is the addict? See if it can be found. Don't give up. Your mind wants to tell you, nah, it's not going anywhere, this is not going anywhere, and so on. Hmm? Because it's almost as though it doesn't want you to find out. Because if you accept the label of an addict, you have taken that drug into your being. The I amness cannot be an addict. Can you say? There's nobody there, it's just a belief. You hear what he say? He mm. says there's actually nobody there. It's just a belief. He said. There's nobody there. It's just a belief. Whose belief? The person. Find out. Please, find out. Don't do, don't make this mistake of just guessing. Because your looking is your discovering. And it's going to have a power today. Last year through ayahuasca, I came to quit for three or four months even tobacco, wheat, hash, yeah. because I saw, I could see the root within, the, of course, the person, the ego, the conditioned, the traumatized, whatever. Yeah. I came to the root and could overcome it, but after three or four months, on my arrival to India for the first time on the day, eight hours after arrival, I was back on track with everything, with tobacco, wheat, hash, hash. Yeah, you should have gone to India. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, okay, 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 but, sorry, but, sorry. But, but please I have, forgive me, India. I don't mean nothing I have personal. To say, but okay. I have to say this. Please yes. let me say this. Uh, although I got back on track and felt really bad about it, smoking all all the time uh, with no with no pause, I was presented with the biggest birthday gift of my life. So you were what? Gifted with the biggest oh. birthday gift because your first satsang of the season was my birthday and I came yeah. to you without yeah. knowing you. Yeah. It was just by chance, fate. And that's another thing because um, it led me to you, although I'm so addicted and all the sadhus are smoking and I feel more present when I smoke weed and I, I, um, I did the exercises when I came back to Berlin after India. Uh, I watched your videos and did your exercises and self-inquiry. And I really felt close, and now I had to quit to come here again. It's my fourth or fifth day of quitting, but only because they sold me fake hash and fake weed in the streets of Lisbon. 
from the day of my arrival. Mm -hmm. So I am sober and clear now, but I am even more distant from feeling the presence, from feeling the now, being in the now. That's much easier with wheat and hash. You, you might know that from well, your... Did, no, I don't no? know that. <laughs> but... Uh, I want to say something here in that you... Guys, stop it. <laughs> this... Um, you say, but somehow you are a little bit numb to the now, say, yes. for instance. Yes. But even an addiction cannot keep you out of this, even. That was the original, my original urge to ask you, is, it, is an addiction like for wheat and hash an obstacle for self-realization and enlightenment? Is this maybe the problem that I... I I'm really I, I can't say absolutely. In some cases it might help. <laughs> if you have a very frozen mind, you know, always... Mm, 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 mm. It might loosen you up a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not recommending. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, uh, but any substance, ongoingly like that, uh, brings in another distortion. You see, because it means that you can only get there through this door or something like this type of feeling, and we are looking neat. Meaning, you didn't take something to get to induce some state. It is your totally natural state. I'm only putting it to you that uh, even if, uh, as you become clear and drop some of these ideas, will fall away. For instance, like the addiction uh, makes me so numb, I cannot really be in the now. That's just an idea. You can never be late. It's just a kind of programming believed in and make you feel, yeah, you know, okay, I'm kind of out again. These are concepts, actually. And once you see again, because perhaps it's holding on to these concepts that make you feel, I, qu I can't quite drop into the exercise. It's just an idea, actually. You are consciousness. Having the belief that you're not conscious enough yet. We are simply been unaware of your completeness, and certain kind of concepts have made reinforce the sense of separation or alienation from what you are. But they are just ideas. However, as you come into the clarity of this recognition, something continues to pour, bring its juice up into the, the dynamic consciousness and pulls it more deeply into, into that, that sense of oneness more and more. That's why I said, you, you're looking, you see this thing, how much percent of it are you seeing at the moment? 
You cannot put percentage on it. Whatever you're looking from feels complete. It's just I don't know if I'm if I'm a third of the slice of it or no. You're simply here. And I only say, marinate here. Keep quiet. Stay here. Let's stay here waiting. But there is, it's not just nothing, it's more than nothing. It's a kind of nothingness, somethingness, and beyond. It cannot be described. You see? And all our somethingnesses are born of time and pass in time, come and go in time. But you are timeless. You can see where it is the person mode of consciousness that is afraid of death and even life also. Because having identified with the time body, it intuitively knows it will come to an end at some point. If at a start, it will come to an end. And all your thoughts about yourself, you see, they're not consistent. There may have come a time, there may have been a time when you feel, you know, I've just got my life right now. I just want to press pause. Or what would you press if not maybe pause is just kind of hold? Like, is there another button? Better than pause? Play? Save. <laughs> like, it's just good like this. You know, it's just good like this. I want to have it all like this. Well, that would be something static. Like, not moving. But it can move, it can dance. Can it keep moving and still be great? Only if you are not looking for this as a measure of who you are. Otherwise, something would be afraid of change. Check in, keep checking in. What is the temperature of this? What is the emotional temperature of this? Rising, getting more hot? No. Somebody say yes over there. <laughs> Confused? No. Now you may say, but you know, it's still a bit static because I want to, I want to shout, I want to dance. Why not dance? It's okay. Is this disturbed? Is it? Will it be disturbed? Does it say sit? No. You move. 
something moves and something doesn't. I don't know, it's so sad because I don't hang on to life, I don't have any ambitions. I wanted to be famous and rich when I was younger, but now it's all gone. Mm -hmm. I'm really ready and done with everything. I have experienced mm -hmm. good enough. There is nothing what I'm really urging, wishing for, except for freedom or self-realization. Yes. Which part of this are you missing? Which part of what we're sharing are you missing? The clear seeing, the real feeling, the real recognition. Recognizing what? What can you recognize? Myself, the true self, the truth. The, the thing you're pointing to, I, I don't see it, I don't get it. That makes me really sad. In the place of the sadness, is it the same place where the addict lives also? Yes, I guess. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That which observes addiction and even the sense of the addict, is that addicted? No. Yeah. no. Okay. So then leave the addiction which is noticed there and be only the witnessing. At the place of the witnessing, who is there? No one. You've got it. 